Last time on Disasters and Dragons, our heroes Lizzie the Warforged Barbarian, Dorne the Half-Orc Warlock, and Rosalind the Human Rogue continue to explore the Yuwanti Ruins with their new companion, Valayne Skyspeaker, the Goliath Fighter. After a troglodyte ambush, the team stumbles upon an ancient scrying pool filled to the brim with eyes of indeterminate age. Once two fresh sight jellies are added to the ghastly soup, the party learns more about the history of the new fortune governorship, along with clues about the motive behind the attack on the Ospringer. A teleportation circle, and some boiled trog eggs later, we come back to our band of socially awkward dinguses as they get emotional over the pictures of dogs in a dead man's belongings. Disasters and Dragons. Uh, my name is Dan Burke. I'm your Dungeon Master. A few things. Uh, unfortunately, due to an increasingly busy schedule of just kicking ass and stand-up, Bridget is no longer going to be uh, able to play with us anymore. We wish her the best and she will always have a spot at our table, but we're going to continue forward without her for a bit and some stuff will shift and maybe the next chapter some stuff will change. However, I still have my other two players with me and I'd like them to introduce themselves. And tell me, if their character was an 80s cartoon, what 80s cartoon would their character be? Obviously, Lizzie would be Transformers. Obviously. Or Magic School Bus. Wait, that's 90s. Yes, 90s. I keep on thinking 90s. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> also, your name and who you're playing might help. Oh, yeah. I am. Every so time. I, my name is Adrian. I am playing Lizzie the Warforged Barbarian, and she would probably be the lady robot that I can't remember the name of right now. R.C.? Yes, R.C., the pink one, because lady. Yeah, but she, who later turned out to be, in the comics, a high-tiered paid assassin. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Hi, I am Trey. I am playing Dorn, the half-orc warlock, Celestial. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Because I keep on thinking of movies. <laughs> I keep thinking Thundercats. Like, that's all. That, I had to go, no, Adrian. There's an obvious movies, choice. I'm like, Thundercats. Thundercats. I immediately, like, my brain went immediately to a movie. And I'll think this is 80s. Like, this might be 90s. Uh, the Never Ending Story. It's the, 80s. Yeah, it's 80s. It. It's late 80s, yeah. Okay. Forgot, I, the second one was 90s. Or 89 uh, or was, 90, yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if, if your character was anything, it would have been a My Little Pony like episode or something. Because you're, <laughs> you're packed. Okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pack with a unicorn. Uh, Celestial. <laughs> that works. And also, I was like thinking, oh, you'd be... I, I forgot what time uh, period Freaks and what Geeks about, came out. What about Care Bears? What about Care Bear Stare? I mean, you're Celestial, like... Oh, yeah, that or... Uh... Crap, I'm thinking of the You show. just have to believe in yourself and then blast them. I don't know, like life. a Scooby-Doo character? <laughs> <laughs> Dorn is all of the Harlem Globetrotters. It's all of the Harlem <laughs> I, I do the same thing over and over again. I pass the ball to myself multiple times during an episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, picking up where we last left off, the group of you are in the main 
ceremonial chamber of this ancient hold that you are starting to suspect belonged to Nask, this ancient Yuan-Ti priest, warlord, general entity, scavenging around for parts and other things you believe necessary to escape from Bilgewater Cove, the island you were stranded on. Rosalyn basically just dropped a body on you uh, on the floor, rifled through it, and then just kind of was, just literally just went, I'm bored. Then walks off and starts drinking and passes out. Valaine just kind of looks at her as she's just sort of unconscious and going, she, she, she'll be, she'll be fine. I should, think. Shall one of us carry her? Or? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm a, a very like technical person, so I. Don't I got know. it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there we go. And she okay. just kind of puts Rosalind on the shoulder as you, you just hear her gently. <clears throat> She got knocked out. Oh, she's tired. Okay. Um, we should. Uh, what, so, was the, what was the name of the uh, the guy who, uh, who we were rifling his body? I don't think you guys got a name. Okay. You don't think he was on the manifest necessarily, but he definitely looks dead. <laughs> How long That's... does he look like he's been dead? Make a medicine check. You both can if you like. A one. <laughs> he's uh, just asleep. Uh, he. 19 plus yeah. maybe one, I think. He's just asleep and he needs help waking up. I gently nudge him. <laughs> Repeatedly. I just keep nudging stop, him. Stop, stop. <laughs> well. I, got a, I just got a 19. So like Bambi nudging her dead mother. It's like it's the scene where, where Simba's just nudging Mufasa. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that kind of sad with just a vacant robot face. Yeah. You'd be able to tell Dre that this person's been dead a couple days. A couple days. Their death kind of syncs up with the timeline you guys have. Okay. All right. You would also, however, suspect that by the dress of this person, which is a bit more roguish, they may have been a stowaway. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. We already went through their pockets. Yep. I believe so. I'm going to... Rosalind was up on the uh, up on, up top there. She and she did notice that there was a teleportation disc. Okay, I'll climb up there just so I can get a get a look at it. Give me an acrobatics or athletics check. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Ooh, Eleven. <laughs> so you. You just go through whatever, like, uh, inspirational mantra you have in your head that you developed from years of being, you know, a dork. And you do half of a pull-up, and then you just kind of fall down, and you feel very tired. (laughs) It's like when you had to climb rope in gym class, but with arguably fewer tears. It's like, ah, you know what, Maybe, maybe, maybe we don't need to go up there. Unless you wanted to go up there, Lizzie. Would you like me to go up there? Please. Very well. That'd be an athletics check. Although I do appreciate the pantomiming for the all audio podcast we have. Hey guys, I also got an 11. <laughs> Don't um, you should do it. With you my plus five you athletics. This. You guys definitely got so, it. So to reiterate, this statue has a lot of uh, wet and semi-drying blood. Your hands are too big to really get any, like, purchase in this very intricately carved, still semi-wet sculpture of a snake. So you basically end up breaking off large chunks of this priceless, previously undiscovered statue. But you don't make any headway moving up. And uh, 
even Mac, the sentient uh, Warhammer on your back, is like, ooh, that's... Uh... Oh, I forgot. I Why I... do you keep forgetting? I keep forgetting. It's not normal that I see this. <laughs> How? Well, then I would think you would forget less. I know, but I just... I don't, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm going to try I, again because there's a lot of things I was happening. told to do something. And I got an eight. <laughs> I need you guys to make dexterity saves. Ooh, overlaying. <laughs> well... Might be a short session. <laughs> got a 16. You're good? I got a 7. Less so. So you managed to see this slowly coming towards you. You're like, no, 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 no. You start backing up just like, you know when you fall and you're pushing with the palm of your hands and like the soles <laughs> of your feet just on your ass, just like, <laughs> you manage to get out of the way. As does Valene. Lizzie, however, uh, you take two points of bludgeoning damage uh, from falling rocks as this massive stone statue <sighs> you hear echo throughout the entirety of this fortress. I pause for a second. Listen. Mm-hmm. Do I hear anything? Give me, since something very loud just happened right near you, give me a perception check of disadvantage because you've got a little bit of tinnitus going. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, maybe a four. <laughs> so apparently when Bridget left, she took all the good fucking rolls with her. <laughs> yeah, you don't hear anything. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, Rick. Uh, um, I will also say, however, that now the teleportation circle is there and just sort of rolls like a manhole cover and then just just sort of eventually ends like teetering on the floor. Okay, good. I got you your teleportation circle. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, um, toy, um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get up on it. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna immediately, no, I'm not gonna get up on it. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> inspect it. The last teleportation circle when we got onto it, it teleported us immediately to where... Yes, it teleported okay. you to what you believe was Nosk's old room. Okay, okay, okay. Just want to make sure. Give me an Arcana check. Yeah. Out of here. That's a two from where yep, I'm standing. That's here. a three. Jeez. Do I, guys... need to, I need to get rid of these dice. Wait, do you guys have any banked inspiration? Actually, you know what? I do. I have to write down all the checks I have? Yeah. I have, For every uh, ten checks, you get an inspiration. You can bank one inspiration at a time. I have uh, one inspiration right now. Okay. So it's a, it's a d6? No, you, but burning it, you just it's a reroll. Oh, it's, it's a reroll? Awesome. Not, it's not bardic, it's just regular. Awesome. Yeah, for those of you listening, it's been a couple weeks, you know, not in, you know, release of stuff, but amongst us, so we're perpetually brushing off the <laughs> dust on this. It's 12. <laughs> no, no. Better, but, uh... That's enough. Magic items that are enchanted tend to be more resilient to damage than typical items. They're by no means indestructible, but this particular plate was made separate from the rest of the sculpture. This is a throwback to other things you said. It's like a giant pog. It's basically the equivalent of like a magic slammer that's the size of a manhole cover. But yeah, it's it's not going to break. It looks okay. like it's still functional. Would, uh... you, you don't know if the magic cover would work outside of this hold. Okay. So, so we can't carry him with us. <laughs> 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 You'd be like, listen, back that up. Blaine, you, you got just the other shoulder. That's free, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could. What, what else was uh, in the room? I don't know if we checked the rest of the room. The rest of the room, it does have sort of this strange cathedral-like essence to it. But there is what looks like in the center of it, a pool full of dried blood that has since scabbed over. There is some still slight moisture from when you guys discovered the sarcophagus that was repurposed as like a, an ice cooler full of heads. Yeah. 
that old chestnut. Beyond that, you see that there are several pillars that have large winding snakes and serpentine motifs going upward. And you have dark vision, correct? Uh, I believe, yes, yes, I do. Looking up, you do see that there is a very Sistine Chapel-esque mural up on the ceiling that is depicting Gux, the dark serpent with these malachite eyes, speaking to his followers and instructing them to enslave the lesser races. This room seems to be of religious importance, whereas you've been in the throne room and that's been repurposed as sort of a trog holding area. This place has pretty much been left empty. There seems to be some importance to it in terms of like religious iconography. Okay, so this teleportation circle, guys, uh, goes somewhere. Uh, and I, I'm particularly freaked out about this one. Would you like me to investigate it? Mm, I don't know if you can figure figure out where it would go. I could go through the portal and Ooh, come back. Oof, boy. Uh, if you maybe come. Are back. there any are there any uh, uh, other doors other than the one we came out of? That you can see, there appears to be. Mike, make a investigation check. Ooh, eighteen. 19, 20, 21. Looking around, you sort of case the joint. There's the place where you came out of. There is a stone plinth that leads up to a hallway that goes deeper into the area itself. And then there is sort of built into this wall a, a very smooth door that has a small handle that's sort of built into it. It's not sticking out. And the motif on it is this motif of yuan Ti serpent folk in robes. And it has a very sort of apostle kind of feel, a very servitude sort of feel to it. I'm going to walk over to that door. And so I'm just going to use detect magic and see if I can. Yeah, because you have the eye thing. Yeah. Yeah. Other you, than the, like the teleportation circle that I know. Uh, you take a moment. You feel the the teleportation magic, which I think teleportation is abjuration. I, I don't. I forget what school it is. Yeah. Whatever. Not important right <laughs> now. You do sense a faint thrum of magic coming from the door itself, not behind it, but the actual physical structure. Give me an Arcana check. I bet today nine. Nine doesn't roll well either you have no idea but you are under the assumption that it's enchanted for a reason hmm i got a natural 20 <laughs> on uh investigating the door i saw everyone looking at the door all right so, so i also looked at the door uh, and scanned it yeah you you walk fast valane v- who's just like holding a Rosalind's like, please don't throw up on my shoulder. Please don't throw up. No, 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 no. no. Would you like me to carry her? (sighs) I was kind of mean to her earlier, so I should probably hold her. Very well. But can you like tie her hair back so she doesn't vomit in her own hair? Very well. Thank you. Um, I make a very nice French braid. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I might even make you roll for French braid. Even without fingers, somehow I can just... You have fingers. Well, I guess they're more like claws. They're more like clampers. (laughs) They're clamps. The clamps. The clamps. I can only think of Futurama references, (laughs) to be honest with this character. (laughs) That's fair. After you finish this... Also, don't forget to give yourself a check for the nat 20. You walk down and... I'd say that 
you've had brief run-ins with this in the war with the Commonwealth that you were a part of. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the druids would enchant doors so that people without druidic magic wouldn't be able to open them without there being some sort of trap. You think that the structure of this is similar, but you don't think it's necessarily druidic magic. You put together through context clues of where you are that if you're not a yuan tea and you open this, things might get explodey. <laughs> I've seen this kind of door before. If you're not a yuan tea, bad things will happen. Cool. Okay. Do we know any Yuan Ti? Um, I'm not one, I don't think. <laughs> Do you think I should go find one? Uh, um, I prefer you not. Maybe if we go through the teleportation device, maybe we find one, bring it back, and go through the door. Like a key. I think, okay, we have, we have the explodey door, we have teleportation that could lead to our death, we have the other hallway that could lead to our death. Relaine chimes in. Really, there's just a lot of death going around. Yeah. I feel like... <laughs> let's just... Uh, let's try the teleportation circle. See how that goes. Um, I do have something we could do, but it's kind of mean. Throw Russell. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't going to say it out loud, but... Well, uh, I, I wouldn't... I, w I wouldn't... I don't know if she wouldn't... If we do do it, I don't know if we would get any information out of it. It would just be out of spite. I could go through the teleportation disc. I mean, how are you looking? Because you look kind of rough. Do we I have some health left. <laughs> Should we take a breather and, and rest up? Uh, yeah. I think if, if we all want to do that, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think that would be good. So you guys taking a short rest? Yeah, I can do that. Yep. So a short rest is you have, because you're level two, you have two hit dice mm -hmm. that you can roll and you add your constitution to them and you will hence heal up accordingly. Ooh, I got a d12. This you character. do. Your That's big nice. girthy d12s. Yes, and I didn't get a shitty ass roll. I think roll. I get a d8, d6, d6. You have a, d a d8 as a, as a warlock. Okay. I got 15, which brings me back up to max. Jeez. So you just go, I like to imagine that you just pull off your arm and just start doing maintenance on it and then just pop it back mm -hmm. in. Like you just start pulling off body parts and you have Mac on your shoulder micromanaging you. as well. Yeah. You make the Windows reboot sound. Yeah. Like, dun, 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 dun. Or is, yeah. that, is that Dell? I don't I know. I'm, Dell. I'm not good at computers. I'm sounds always off when I turn on my computer, so I never know. <laughs> That's fair. Dorn, did you heal up? Yeah, I just healed, healed up two hit points, so... Did you roll both your? Oh, uh, just one, just one. Okay, did you add your constitution. Oh, I'm not back at full health. Okay, cool. So you're you you guys take a breather. You sort of relax. It is cool down here. Can I here. fashion like make a backpack out of Rosalind? Like <laughs> take some rope and just tie her hands and legs yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, just to make it easier for yes. Elaine in case. We do run into Yuanti. So you have a drunk backpack of an inebriated rogue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to make your roll for it. I'm all about that. We'll just take, take a second. Just to... Yes. I just knew so her arms are free. Yeah. So you guys are, are healed up relatively. The cold air definitely makes things interesting. Do you guys have a torch on or light? I forget. I have a torch. Okay. I have torches that I've been using at least. I don't know how many I have. I forget. I think it's maybe like just like three or four. Yeah, I'm not going to nitpick you on that because it's been a while. I feel like my character should have the light ability, like just to shine out. <laughs> just, just, just to... I mean, yeah. I have, I have like, light as a yeah. uh, cantrip, cantrip. Uh, yeah. but that's like super bright. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to just like... Just, <laughs> hey, everybody! <laughs> just a spotlight. <laughs> <Yeah>. Flashbang! <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Alright, so uh, you guys are healed up relatively. People have come and desecrated your temple. <laughs> come on down. Come on down. Have them like like searchlights. Like Alrighty. Mm-hmm. Um, Alrighty, let's do this. Do you want to go first, Lizzie? Would you like me to go first? Uh, yeah. Very well. And I go and chink, 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 chink right onto the tra- the teleportation disc. So you once again pantomime on the all audio podcast. Well, it just helps me get into character. That's, that's fine. <laughs> and you walk over and you stand on the teleportation circle. It takes a minute and the runes flicker a bit. Mm-hmm. But then you disappear and then you... You are in a room that is once again completely dark because you do not bring a torch. Can I sense with my other senses? Can certainly try. Uh, <laughs> that's perception, right? Yes. So that's an eight. Because <laughs> I have a minus one. Yeah, Guys. so you think your eyes are malfunctioning? Mm-hmm. You can't see anything, it's dark. Can I step back on the disc, like step off a little bit and step back? Yeah, you do. And you're back. You and Valandra sitting there like, I wonder where she, ah! Oh god. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but I think something was wrong with my sensors in there because I saw nothing. It's it was probably But now they seem to be working again. Interesting. It might be dark, Lizzie. I Lizzie, mean, I, I, I hand you the torch. I mean I wasn't oh, going okay. to say anything, but yes, I, <laughs> I, I take the it torch. Was, it was dark. Alright, so you take I the step tor- back on the desk. <laughs> so you teleport and you find yourself in a circular room with mm-hmm. three offshoots, one north, east, and south. And as you're in here, there's a small uh, rotunda that has uh, what appears to be sort of an urn or a basin with some decorations on it. And looking around, this seems to be a less grand quarters, like a less grand housing area. It's less grand comparatively to what you saw with Nosk's room in itself. But there's a small level of finery here. You can see that there's some satin pillows that have since decayed. There's some dust. There's other items of uh, leisure and finery here. You kind of piece together this might be like the coldest quarters. Okay. Seeing that uh, Lizzie had came back alive, at least, I'll I'll hop on teleportation. Are there places to put up torches or light torches? Yeah, there's sconces, I'll say. You can can light a sconce or you can just pop one in a holder. That's fine. Okay, I go and light a sconce. Okay. You immediately die. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that was the puzzle. Roll, roll a constitution saving throw. A sconce trap. <laughs> you hear- 20, 20 points poison damage. When you teleport, you hear Valaine sigh after you teleport, and then she teleports in. You think that she was, wherever you guys are, was relatively close to the teleportation place. She's like, okay. She looks around and goes, okay, so this is, what, like the help, co- that the, Place where the help stays? Yeah, I guess we should look around and see if there's anything that's been stored here. I'm gonna do an investigation. Or yeah, can I get investigation check? checks all around? Yeah. Natural 20. Nice. Thank God. Nice. So, looking around, you pass the basin that of what used to be some sort of liquid, it's since dried, it's in mm-hmm. the center. You look around, treasure wise, you find actually some pretty interesting stuff. You find a white gold tiara with two intertwining serpents that have topaz eyes that, with a nat 20, I'll tell you, are probably around 750 gold. <laughs> I don't want to write that down somewhere. You also find what looks like a jade trinket box that's shaped like a Venus flytrap worth 250 gold. And you find what appears to be a broken and rotting journal that is pretty indecipherable because a lot of it's worn away with age. It seems to be written in draconic. Do any of you speak Draconic? I don't believe so. Okay. Then uh, make sure, actually. 
And I speak a... Honestly, you probably speak a bunch of languages. Yeah, I speak a weird, some weird you, languages. Yeah, you speak a bunch. You'd be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that semester abroad. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. The one. So, I will say that none of you guys are able to read that. I can picture him being the kind of guy who would take, like, Draconic 101. <laughs> I forget. I forgot you what know, it's like. You know, like, I kind of took it because it was, like, a girl. Then she totally blew me off. And yeah. So, I switched to, like, Halfling. Yeah. It's a whole thing, guys. Yeah. You know, just enough Draconic to get you laid. <laughs> exactly. I know to ask where the library is. Yeah. I will, however... And how to order beer. I will give you the physical copy in case you find someone who does. Okay. So. I'll that. You're on the honor system on that. That, you think, is the vast majority of what is here. I'll cast Detect Magic on the little trinkets we got, just to make sure nothing's, like, gonna be trapped when we get killed. They appear but... mundane, though, okay. of excellent craftsmanship. You would be hard-pressed, not being a jeweler or a person of particular wealth, to be able to judge the worth of these, but the quality in terms of the intricacy of how well the snakes are carved and how detailed the trinket boxes all seem very very uh, intense very high quality okay are there any body parts <laughs> of you in here that actually kind of throws you there's none in here hmm. i'm gonna look for the exit like is there an exit door there is does the door with my detect magic does it still... it is the same door it's the same door okay 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 we're behind the door we didn't have to open the door we didn't explode no exploding <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that Dorn's a child? <laughs> no exploding. <laughs> <laughs> the poor impulse control really gave it away. <laughs> Just walking head first into... Yeah. Is there any nothing on the walls or in the ceilings that are like super weird? That... Uh, nothing that's out of the motif you've come to expect, which is very serpentine and snake-filled. Okay. And you, you, you're starting to see a pattern here. <laughs> you, you think that like snakes the... Snakes here. The interior designer was a one-trick pony. Like, want to put snakes all up in here? Yeah. I, for some reason, he's a union guy from Brooklyn too. Apparently, I got an idea. Go put snakes here. I put up a little snake right there. Got got my my cousin Johnny Snake hands. He's really good with snakes. He's got more snakes. It's <laughs> a union like from a from. I just imagine like a god like interacting with him yeah i don't know what you want me to tell you it's not gonna take some time <laughs> <It's offensive. laughs> but you quoted me for this much <laughs> you know things change things change <laughs> the resale value isn't what you said it would be i had to bring johnny snake hands into the deal okay i had to do snakes from life do you want good quality snakes or do you want those crappy kmart snakes okay <laughs> I was actually just thinking sort of like Pan-Asian. Uh, got one of those. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hop back on that teleportation circle. It's like, okay, guys, we should probably go back then. I also hop on the teleportation circle. Mm. That, that, that dice is lost forever. Uh, <laughs> you pop your way back in and you find yourself back into this main room. Uh, we'll, I'll make sure we say we grab the uh, the torch on our way out. <laughs> you stop, teleport, well, I lit, <laughs> grab. I lit, I lit a scot, so I'm still holding the torch. Okay. Okay. Well, kill my fun. I think I have torches. Torches. He's going days, back and oh, I forgot something else. Stop. Stop. <laughs> We're not going back. Leave it. You teleport so much, you just teleport a hand into your face. Like, oh, God, I abused the power. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I guess the only way uh, place we can go is uh, through that uh, creepy... 
Well, there's the blood on the floor. On the, I didn't get any, get any vibes from the uh, blood. I mean... Other than the, the fact that it's blood. <laughs> give me a medicine check. Or a history check. I'll accept either. Let me stop rolling this dice. Well, you, you got that? <laughs> Squishy people fluids all just weird. Yeah. Another 11. 11. I'll roll for Belaine. Blaine rolls a four. She kind of stays away from it. Aside from the more recent edition of blood, you have no idea what kind of blood was here. That being said, the staining is enough that there's still like dark maroon copper stains on this after being underground in a jungle for who knows how long. So uh, this saw heavy use. Yeah, either this is fresh or it's just a lot of blood. <laughs> it's moving or it's like a river thing going on. All right, uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't trust it like that. Uh, and guys, we should head to the next room. All right, so you, <laughs> you move up the ramp, you pass the lit brazier or the once lit brazier that was there and you go up the stairs and you head down what is now a, a long corridor, which branches off into three separate directions, west, south, and east. It is still fairly dark, I would say that the width of this place is about five to ten feet, so it's a fairly narrow hallway. What direction would you like to go? Hey, Lizzie, you should go first. Very well. <laughs> what I'm direction? Learning. I'm learning. Uh, <laughs> we and we appreciate that. Uh, can I do a in or an arcana or investigation on sacred geometry of the people who worship ducks? That'd be a religion check. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Religion's fine too. Go for it. <laughs> like, can I do a 19 plus two, so 21. Are you trying to do like that terrible movie with like the 13 ghosts or whatever, like the sacred geometry where you have to? No, build... it's how temples were actually built. So maybe there's some weird like west means something, east means something, north <laughs> means something. Um. <laughs> you know, like they always oh, no. sleep. It's like feng shui, but for. Snake evil people. for evil it's feng shui, but for like you know things that eat people for terrible people <laughs> um so while you run the existential crisis slash geometry file in your head you take a, a look around and you think that you hear air coming from the west one which is uh the one that is closest facing you i would say that southward you hear the sound of water and i would say eastward you don't get much i would say since you're in the center of it you see a door that is closed hmm. well and doors have been bad so far so i think just as a general experience just as yeah. a general experience hey Valaine, have you uh, been to this area yet at all uh trying to think here um she kind of looks down the west one i mean actually yes or no uh part of this leads back to that entranceway near the armory but there was a room here i didn't check out so there might be that okay you check out that room you said that there's uh is there water tripling you sound like sounds like liquid i hear water in front of us the thing is i have a feeling it's not water i've had <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of water down here. Make a <laughs> make a perception check. Natural twenty. <laughs> Give yourself a check. This is the one. Yeah. 
one of the many fears you have. Yeah, I will say you know that there is a noticeable, audible difference between the sound of blood trickling and the sound of water, which you've become accustomed to from the sound of all your own blood being spilled recently. This does not sound like blood. Oh, slightly less viscous. Slightly. <laughs> the viscosity of that dripping liquid. You can hear it. It's just slightly less than blood. <laughs> Oh, you also a... don't smell iron. It's <laughs> a blood waterfall. We need to get out of here. There's either a smithy down there or a blood waterfall. Someone's having guys. way too much fun. Well, a lot of iron, okay? Where's all this blood coming from? <laughs> so I'm, just more, I'm more impressed at this point. <laughs> like, functionally speaking, they, we could make a, make a fortune with this somehow. We run into, like, a groundskeeper that's just like, ah, I'm just in charge of films with blood. So weird. Okay. Okay, so I guess we still have some things we need to find. So I guess if that if Wes leads back to where we came from, we can check that room last if we want to do that. And maybe check out Water World up ahead. Oh my god, Kevin Costner is up there. <laughs> Kevin Costner's up there. <laughs> and then we have a young Jack Black. <laughs> and lots of explosions. Lots of explosions. And then we have to the uh, the left that just seems ominous door. I do not like doors. I say we go back the way we came. Really? Then we can cross it off our list. I don't. I don't know. Not mm. not the way we came. The the way that we had almost been to before. Oh, I mean. Very yeah. sorry. It's very hard for me sometimes. It's okay. Human uh, language is not my first language. <laughs> what is your first language, Lizzie? Machine language. Makes sense. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I, I mean, that what, just kind of solved itself. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> yeah, we could go to that one room if you want to do that. If you want to just like knock that out real quick and then. Plus, to... it has no doors. Probably not. Hopefully not. Let's check that out. Plus, uh, and no rivers of blood. So, <laughs> well, it doesn't sound like blood. Now that I listen closely to it, <laughs> because you've developed this the ability to recognize <laughs> blood by sound now, because that is the direction your life is going. I just picture you like have numbers assigned to it, and blood is, is like this natural zero. You have everything calibrated to. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't sound like blood. It sounds like a plus one viscosity, guys. This isn't blood. Why do you always think it's blood? <laughs> What do you immediately think it's blood? Okay, yeah. We can go uh, west. Is that what you're talking about, Lizzie? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, we'll go west to that one. West coast. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, start, I start heading forward, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So looking into this, this seems to be, as you go down this hallway, and there's a an offshoot that takes sort of a strange 45 degree turn. It's not the same very sharp hallways you have, but you go into this and you see what appears to be a storeroom that holds much more recent cargo than you've seen prior to being here. You think that this is probably stuff from when the pirates were using this place from before. You see drag marks on the ground that indicate it's been used even more recently, but they're actually fresh. And I want you guys to go ahead and give me a perception check. I not use that dice. Belaine. I keep on rolling an eight. What is <gasps> up? Belaine is here. I have a 12. Just living her best life. 10. You guys do not meet the perception check uh, requirement to avoid the sneak attack. As you guys are looking around, you hear the sounds of rats just 
kind of moving around, and you hear, and then you see, floating from out of behind of the cargo, two fist-sized entities. They're floating. They have eyes in the center of their head, along with small mouths and tiny, smaller tendrils. They look like miniaturized versions of the thing that sunk the offspringer. Uh, uh, guys, those were the things we wanted to avoid. Uh, <laughs> these, this is even smaller than the ones that were revolving around. Like these are miniature oh, ones. That's so, kind of adorable. Punch it. So let's see here. The first attack. I need not the face. 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 <laughs> I need Lizzie to go ahead and give me a strength saving throw. So yes, that's a 21. So one of these small green mean looking creatures shoots this uh, strange sort of yellowish beam at you and it feels like it's trying to move you, but then you just kind of set your weight and it, you just stay there. It tickles guys. It's then going to try and get you with Actually, going to try and move you again, so go ahead and give me a, a strength saving though, because now it's pissed. Natural 20. Give yourself a check. It, it, it looks, it's like, meh, meh, like the moment where it tries to double down, and it <laughs> looks like it pulls its mind back somehow. Like, you don't know how that happened. The other one is going to go ahead and attack you, Dorn, because you're there. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, that much. 18. You feel as this ray hits you, a large mound of bitch assness well up inside you as you're about to bolt, but you manage to stifle it and maintain there. Cool. <laughs> then it tries to shoot you again. Can I get a dexterity saving throw? Natural 20! Give yourself a check. Um, after seeing that, it decides to change up its idea and it opens its mouth and just shoots this beam of cold energy at you. You manage to duck out of the way and it splatters against the wall. I need everyone to give me initiative rolls. Alrighty. Oh god, Valane. 25 to 20. 20 to 15. I have 19. Alright. Thank you, Lizzie. 15 to 10. I have 14. Alright. 14. Alright, so it's Lizzie, then Dorn, then the bad guys, and then Valane with a gentleman's two. (laughs) (laughs) No, you guys first. (laughs) So, Lizzie, you see two fist-sized looking eye creatures floating around looking like they're about to uh, hit you guys in a mean way. What would Can I do an investigation check? To figure out what they are? Yeah, or anything about them. That'd be more arcana. Okay. Nine. Sometimes squishy things just leave eyes lying around and then they just become these things. Okay. It's perfectly reasonable. Dorn's probably going to do it at some point. (laughs) Are they, uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so I can do, okay, yeah, I'll do sweeping attack with Mac. I will say that they're not close enough for you to hit both. I'm going to do distracting strike. Okay. With that, if I hit. All right, go ahead. Are you reckless attacking, or are you raging, or are you just... I'm not raging yet. Okay. I already have one used, and I need a long rest before I use yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so that's a 16. Oh, yeah. No, you managed to walk up to this guy, heft Mac, and you just clown hammer it down. Go ahead and give me a uh, damage. Spend a disparity, I distract the creature, so it's just gone, right? That's all that is. Giving your allies an opening. Add the disparity, I do text. Oh, so I, have, I add to the attack. 
let's see, that's seven plus three, so ten. Ooh, this thing looks real rough as you just rise up with it and just bring it down. And this tiny, kind of cute looking thing, you smash it and like a whole bunch of its ice that's just kind of sheer off and you see bone. Does it, it make a sad sound like, <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a whimpering dog. It's not great. Dorn, you're up. Dorn. Uh, and now let's see, because they're distracted, allies have an opening. Let's see what it is. The next attack roll against a target by an attacker other than you has advantage for the whole round. Ooh, I didn't need that. Even though it, <laughs> Hi, it, I'm Dorn. I'm the worst when it comes to attacking things. <laughs> How close are they? I'd say they're about they're about 15 feet apart. Okay, you. I just didn't know if they're within melee range or something like that. I will go to the one that is hurt, already hurt. Mm-hmm. I will just Eldritch Blaster. 21. That profoundly hits. Give yourself a check. You just kind of line up your weird semi-hobby horse kind of staff. <laughs> you use the ears as like sights and you shoot. Get it out. Get it! Uh, it uh, yes, it <laughs> Describe uh, your kill. Oh. For the first time in this <laughs> game, tell me how Dorn kills something. Because I imagine he gets a real hood with it. Yeah. <laughs> I killed that one witch. <laughs> you know, the witch that was alive. <laughs> I pull out the staff that I have, which I'll say that I tuned to it while we were doing the short rest. Uh, look towards him and using it as like kind of like a, like a, not like a gun, but just <laughs> like that. And it goes flying towards him. It hits him. And for a second, it like looks like it passes through him, this white light. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I'm fine. And then just... It implodes. <laughs> yeah, you, you go real anime with it, and you manage to kill it. Give yourself a check. Woo! You feel like a man. <laughs> I got it, guys. My voice is deeper. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> cool, I, I guess. Even though I'm like, hold on, like 27. <laughs> Alright, so the other guy's going to attack you, make a dexterity saving throw. Alrighty. Because you killed its mate. Cool, 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 cool. 14. Alright, so it misses you on that one, and then it's going to try and hit you again. Go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throw. 19. That also, as you're just like, yeah, I did it, and you just start jiving and moving around. Saying, and yeah, Are you, you just dancing, like touchdown dance, and then it's just like going past yeah. you, and you're like, oh, wow, that was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it would have done purpose. Yeah, as two... <laughs> it snaps me into... <laughs> as two bolts of cold just fling by you, just shattering behind you, and Valen's like, oh, okay. Okay, cool. Um... <laughs> And she just sort of lumbers up to this thing, just kind of <laughs> takes her weird pipe mallet and just swings at it. That, it's a plus, yeah, that hits. That's a plus <laughs> six to hit. Even she rolled an eight and she still hits this thing. Let's see here, 11 points of damage as it's just like, I think we mentioned this before, it's a world star beatdown. Just foom, foom, foom. <laughs> like, take, like, take, like. An ex-girlfriend taking a golf club to a like <laughs> her boyfriend's car, just like stop! Don't. He's already dead. <laughs> You're like, who hurts you? It is back up to Lizzie. Cool. Well, then I'm going to attack with my hammer. Cool. For a twenty. Give yourself a check. And then I'm going to smash it with one. Or, yep. And that is a four. Describe your kill. <laughs> These things are very squishy. Well, Blaine already kind of like flattened it, and mm-hmm. it's kind of like, 
and I just go in and just tap. Yeah. Like a nice solid just tap. Like a pool. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a precision tap. Just with my hammer. Yeah, and you somehow precision tap with the hammer. It just yeah, exactly. splatters. It just gross yeah. goo everywhere. Green. Mm-hmm. Gross. It's not great. Give yourself a check. You made all your saves, otherwise these things could have done some damage to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You got those things are scary. super lucky. <laughs> it's nice to know what that feels like, I will say that. What? To feel very lucky. Yeah. In some of these battles. Alright. You believe that you've slain these creatures. Well, that's uh, always a comforting term. We believe that we <laughs> slain these seem these to be dead. Are, are the barrels all mimics as well? Or what else should be Okay, I'm rolling an investigation. <laughs> that check. might not be the worst idea you've had. There you go. That was a seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an eight. <laughs> Look at that eight. Right well, Valene rolled a natural twenty. Thank God Thank for Valene. So, as you guys, I like to imagine that you just kind of walk up to the dead creature and you're just kind of like flexing, like what, 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 Dorn. Work. You mess with the bull, you get the Dorn. <laughs> You're gonna look me dead ass in the eye and tell me that's not what he would say? <laughs> just look, it works on so many levels. <laughs> I can picture two saying it and then just kind of trail off as you realize it isn't quite so, okay. the Dorn. <laughs> you mess with the bull, you get the Yes, there's some barrels, guys. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, looking at the drag marks, you see that one of them appears to be a large crate, but looks like to be full-on cannonballs. You think this is the munition shipment for the Silent Bay Raiders? Noise. Let me just pull out this bag of holding. Does it have like an address on it that says "from munitions manufacturing to"? You think that this Raiders? might be illegal, but you do see SBR on it, which you assume to be Silent Bay Raiders. I will also say that you guys find. She looks at you, and she's like, you might be able to use these. And she picks up from behind the crates where these things came what look like e like eggs. <laughs> uh, Go ahead and make an Arconic <laughs> check. Excuse me? 16. So you being of the arcane nature know that there are spells called Find Familiar. And that if you use these eggs, you might be able to use one of these creatures, which you believe are gazers, as a familiar. Okay. Do I know if it's a one-time use thing? I would. It's not a one-time use thing. You would be able to. You hatch it, you raise it to like maturity, and then you take it into battle, and you're like, no, I must kill you. <laughs> you were a one-time use gazer. Sorry. I would say that it's less of you hatching and raising them, and more of you using them as spell components to give your familiar that shape. So then you'd be able to naturally uh, uh, turn into that shape from there on. Okay, that's pretty that's good. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Put these in there. They're probably slimy. I'm like, uh, are we making omelets for breakfast tomorrow? Uh, I'm very versed in making five different types not, of omelets. We should not use these for omelets. Yeah. I will say they are very weird, kind of asymmetrical eggs. It's it, they're eggs in quotation marks, basically, because they're lumpy, but they're hard, and they're also just this strange kind of green yellow color that's sort of a gradient. It's very weird. It takes you a minute to actually recognize them as eggs. Yeah, I'll put, actually, I'll put that in, like, my own personal bag that I have. Gotcha. Uh, on that, I think Valene was the only one <laughs> that found stuff. 
you also find three martial weapons of your choice if you guys want to look at them in the player's handbook or whatnot. You don't have to do that now. I'll but... say for just some uh, inventory, I guess. You also find three jugs of shitty rum, like shitty pirate <laughs> rum. Like it has XXX, but it's spelled E C K S three to- times three. <laughs> Oh, and which kind of blows your mind because the times looks like an X, so clearly there was some sort of loss in communication <laughs> as to what to put on this. We'll keep these for Rosalind. All right. You also find two equipment packs of your choice. So you find three martial weapons of your choice and two equipment packs. If you guys want to write that down. And you find another treasure chest that looks much older, and you see a bit of paper near it that is old and brittle, but. Looks like it's still legible. And whomever would like to read it. I can read it. All right. Uh, let me see this. A uh, yellow brittle piece of parchment. That's marked with some electrical handwriting. From the journal of Gary with the gambling problem. I have no fucking clue whose idea it was to put the money and the artifact in a magically locked chest. But whoever it was better hope he dies of dysentery before I find him. Uh, seriously, why couldn't the reps have grabbed this one instead of the one full of all the drugs? I've been working on getting this thing open for days, and all I've been able to gather is that you have to speak a password out loud in common to open it. But the password changes depending on what time it is. I had to break out my college-level elvish language studies, but the chest alternates between two hints on a daily basis. The first one is... What breaks but does not fall? The second is what falls but does not break. I'll be honest, I have no idea what either of them are, but if I don't get my hands on some coins soon, I'm gonna have, a ga- have to gamble with my feelings again. What time of day is it? You go ahead and give me a nature check. Also, give yourself a check, Dorn, for recognizing the reps thing. I like it when my players recognize lore. <laughs> the uh, Republic. That was a six. You have no idea. I think, I mean, I know the solution to the thing. I just need to know what time of day it is, right? Yeah. So, I know nothing. But we don't have, we don't know where the chest is. Oh. We haven't found a chest. No, the, you, the, the chest, chest is right, here. yeah, you found oh, it. Oh, it's right next to it. Okay. <laughs> we just find a piece of paper. There's no chest. <laughs> <laughs> and you find a place where a chest has been. So we if, knowing the solution? No, you, if you think you know the solution, you can try it. I'm not going to make you role play that. I'd make you role to see if you knew what time of day it was. I think this is a riddle. Uh, I think so, too. I don't know what time of day it is. I've worked through some different possible solutions. You guys can roll nature or survival to try and figure out what time it is. But I don't know what day it is. We've been Uh, in these caves for so long. And my chronometer is broken. 17. Yeah, it's like the VHS, like, time thing blinking and you don't know how to set it. As far as I know, it's midnight. But it's been midnight for many hours. (laughs) Oh, 16, I'm sorry. And you think you woke up, you guys left the camp, you walked down here. You would say it's maybe midday. It might be be during the daytime, at least. I know it's like maybe midday, maybe 2 (laughs) o'clock, maybe 2.30 or something. You know how we talk back in the day. I can't be certain, but if it's day, I think the answer is day. When you say that, (laughs) the chest opens and Blaine's like, oh, good job. Oh. Oh. I am only here to help. <laughs> that that works, I guess. <laughs> Could someone please tell me the time? <laughs> I'd like to reset my chronometer. Uh, uh, 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock even? Yes. I stand back for a second and look up into my head. 
AM or PM? PM. PM. I was like, wait. My wait, wisdom wait. score is very low. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> Thank you very much. My chronometer uh, is now working properly. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> so, looking into the chest, you find 500 gold. Just straight up 500 gold. Give me, give me, give me, give me. Uh, <laughs> I'll put that in the, uh, in the bag. Any more weird eggs. You, uh, <laughs> uh, it's funny you mention that. I'd you, like to work on my omelet making skills. You also find a mug with a jade inlay worth 250 gold. And you find a strange stone. It's... White on the bottom, but red on the top, and has a black bar through it with a small circle. And it's uh, about the size of your fist. I pick it up, and I throw it in front of me. Okay. Uh, and I say, Pikachu, I choose you. Oh, jeez. That doesn't work. <laughs> However, when you pick it up and just instinctually throw it, mm-hmm. it cracks open, and then a bolt of light comes out, and in front of you, apparates about a seven foot tall lizard man. You see he is this verdant green with like a white underbelly, sort of a long face, yellow eyes with black slits, very lean muscle. He has what looks like a turtle shell for a shield and a scimitar that looks like, has anyone here ever played Force Unleashed? Yes. You know the Felucian skull blades, like the weird, like it looks similar to that. He's wearing also a a loincloth and what look like sandals and has just this very long, thick, powerful tail. Let me see if I can find a, a picture of this guy, or, or his race, rather, at least. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, this race-wise, going back to Velos, looks what he is. Alrighty. And he just sort of looks around, and he just looks around really quick, and you can see his hackles raised, almost oh. like the Velociraptor creature in Jurassic Park. And he looks around at you guys, and he goes, and then it just it just drops, and he just he detenses. Looks much more friendly. Goes, oh hello there, nice to meet you. Hello friend, nice Who to meet you. I'm are... Private First Class Lizzie. Cool. I don't know what any of those words mean. Oh no, I know the private thing. What are you? You're wearing a lot of armor. I am a Warforged. What are you? Oh, I'm a lizard folk. I am Arajog of the Alzadar clan. Very nice to meet you. Is there any way that we can be of assistance? Um. You going to eat that? He points to the corpses of the gazers. No. Oh, thank you. And he just walks up and he just starts eating oh, the, the oh, corpses okay, of those things. Okay. Hey. Well, he's very good at was, cleaning what up. What was your name again? I'm sorry. Arajog of the Alzadar clan. Arajog. Which is totally not Gojira spelled backwards, and his clan is totally not Godzilla spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arajog. Uh, uh, I'm a Please. Cook. Call me Ari. Ari, thank you. Uh, what, what, what were you doing in that rock? Oh well, I was help fighting uh, against the uh, the Yuan Ti. Tell me, how goes the war? How did the Defiant Buccaneers do? Are we are we winning? Oh, oh, ooh, hey. Uh, do I know c- what that can is? You stand, can you stand right there, real quick? Hey, Lizzie. Cool. And uh, he just stands there, just hey. like a dopey, like happy dog. Hey, Lizzie. Yes. How long ago do you think that happened? This. That's a history check. If you guys want to make. Eighteen. Nineteen. The ships that contained the dragonborn and other skilled creatures that came to help free the island from the sisterhood landed around the same time that the settlers did in the Republic, which is about a thousand years ago. 
I would say give or take a few years, a thousand years ago. Oh, jeez. Hey, Ari? <laughs> yes? Even Valen's like, mm, and Mac is like, oh boy, this is... Mm. My friend, Ari, uh... Yes? I didn't get your name, by the way. Hi, I'm Dorn. I'm Dorn. Dorn, nice to meet you. And he walks up and he just licks the side of your face. Okay. Nice to meet you. It's just this weird, like, lizard, like, tongue thing. And he does that with, like, all of you, including, like, a, a unconscious Rosalind. He's like, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. My that friend, tickles. My friend, uh, Ari, uh, two things. We need to get out of here because uh, where you are now is unsafe. Uh, but also, let's start with the, the bad news. It's that's, That was a while ago. Oh, well, as long as my clan, the Alzadog clan, is alive and doing well, I'm sure everything will be fine. I'm very hopeful that they're all right. My hopes are extremely high. I can't do this. <laughs> Party wants to wake Roslyn up because this is her wheelhouse. Uh, uh, <laughs> Dorn, do you need assistance? Yes, please. Oh. Hello, new friend. I regret to tell you and inform you that everyone you know has passed on oh, over about oh. a thousand or so years ago. Give or take a few years. <laughs> Go ahead and make a charisma roll. Eight. Can I do a console? Is there a console? Can I roll for consoling? <laughs> that, I'll, just, I'll say that that's charisma. Yeah, make a persuasion roll. Oh, jeez. I got 14 in terms of persuasion. My, my people. My, my friends. But we're your new friends. My numerous mates. Let him, let him. So much mating. Oh, jeez. Oh. I think those people you ate were mates. I'm sure you can find more. Lizzie, let him... Just let him do this. Very I well. must now moan on the way of my people. Excuse me. And he walks over and he just kind of gets into a corner and he just goes... Door starts making constitution saving throw. Little... <laughs> you start to be like, uh, let me roll for Belaine. Or five, but still. <laughs> Belaine's fine. Uh, but he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you, friend. Your, your sympathy is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know what this morning is about? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a proper morning I'm familiar with. <laughs> That's the way you asked. <laughs> Do you know what this morning's all about? Well, <laughs> do I know what feelings are? Because uh, I don't. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, Not really. Make an insight check at disadvantage. Three or hold on. So okay, let's see. Insight. Yep. Wait, is that wisdom? Yeah. Perception. Oh Ooh. yeah, so that's a two. You think that you guys are having a vomit party and you still have all that oil and weird goo in you that you haven't thrown up yet? Okay, so I think the best way to help is I walk over in line with them and then vomit up all the oil. Stop. Oh, yeah. what, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I get to my jaw and it's just like... Stop, stop, Lizzie, stop, stop, Lizzie. <laughs> is that not helping? Stop, don't, don't do that. It's not helping. Um, 
Uh, Rasha goes, actually it is. It makes me feel better. And then Valen's just like. Very well. I continue. <laughs> yeah. Valen's just like, Keesh. Like, she can hear Rosalind start to irk because the sound of the vomiting is getting to her. And she just kind of pulls her hair back and angles it and just lets that happen. And it's just, for a solid 15 to 20 seconds, <laughs> it's just so much vomit. Which is Belaine sitting there eating noodles in the middle of the <laughs> yeah, no, Belaine's fine. She's got a cast iron stomach. Once this ends, Arjog just kind of... Well, I see. It's unfortunate. Where... Where are we, new friends? We are inside of a uh, a cave or some sort of like underground tunneling system for gucks. Uh, apparently, if you know who that is. Yeah. And they get that again. The weird kind of like Velociraptor style shimmying scales come out. And I say, like, don't worry, he's not here. Oh, just I a lot of pictures of him. I hope not. <laughs> he looks around and he goes, "This does seem like you on D work." Very high craftsmanship. <laughs> Apparently, Johnny Snake Hands was involved. <laughs> do I need to roll no, an investigation check to know that? Do you remember the I saw his mark at the bottom. It's just like a JS. Yeah. With, extra with, with five S's, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and roll insight to see if you recognize Johnny Snake Hands' work. <laughs> no. No, you don't. That's a chill. He goes, <laughs> Seven. This looks like one of their holds. What is the name of the island, Ron? Do you know that much? Bilgewater Cove. I don't know it by that name. It's... Are we near the island proper? Do I know that? Do I know that? Give me a history check. 16. Yeah, yeah you guys are, are not super far from it. Okay. It's too far for you to swim, but you think if you get all the lifeboat stuff, you can probably make it. Yeah, it's, it's the one that's known for witches... I don't know if this is that far of, or hags, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no, I know that. Yes, I did some mating up here a while ago. Damn it, now I can't give her a call. Please don't. <laughs> well, my people lie in the, the great jungles of the island proper. If you'll help me get there so I can see if my clan still holds, I can aid you. Yes, please. Yeah. I pick up the rock. Mm-hmm. I can, I can examine that real quick just to be like... You think that it has maybe one more charge in it if you were to maybe put someone else in there. <laughs> I walk over to Rosalind. I go, shh. <laughs> you just, shh, you press it, and then she just glows and disappears into the ball. And Blaine goes... I don't feel as bad about that as I should, I guess. <laughs> but we should take care of that. Yeah, this is for the best. Put that in like my special pouch. Please don't put it in the bag of holding. <laughs> no, I'll put that in my special pouch. I'll okay. Put, the, uh... put Rosalind Pokeball in your inventory. <laughs> yeah, put a, a portal inside a portal. <laughs> yeah, Valaine... That's always a good thing. Valaine doesn't... the universe implodes on itself. Yeah. Into Valaine... your bag of holding and your yeah. bag. Valaine doesn't know a lot about magic, but she knows that much. So... Arajog has now joined your party. <laughs> I got rid of my gut full of oil from my equipment inventory. Appreciate it. Just want to say my new system is working. Yeah. The room is now eluded and is now extremely flammable and full of vomit. Oh, jeez. We need to go. <laughs> Alright, we need to go deeper in here because there's some still some stuff we need to find, uh, Ari, before we get to leave the island, that is. 
Well, lead on. What is your specialty? Sorry, if I may ask. Oh, uh, I'm, uh, well, I'm quite good at mating, as I've said. Uh, I'm also good at stealth and, uh, stabbing things. And then the things that I've killed, I can then skin or turn into food or other items. Interesting. That's pretty dope. Uh. Yes, it is the dape, (laughs) as you say. Is that how you pronounce it? Dape. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that the only way out of where we came in? Uh, not yeah. that you can see, now. Okay. Well, I guess we are going back and we're going to go deeper into this hellhole. All right. And that is where we will end tonight's session. Already. Will our heroes manage to get their way through this temple? Will their new friend aid them? What else will they vomit? Find out next time on Disasters and Dragons. <laughs> Masters and Dragons Episode 6 was produced by Dan Burke, recorded by Adrian Miller, and edited by Adrian Miller and Claire Schlack. Disasters and Dragons theme was written and performed by David Berry. All other music was written and performed by Claire Schlack. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>